Okay, we are learning the Mayim for Parshas Vayakel, Staf Pei Vav Amid Beis, on the bottom of the page. The Mayim begins with a quote that the Parsha opens with Vayakel, Moshe, Eskoladas, Bnei Yisrael, and Moshe assembled all of the community, the attesting community of the Jewish people. And he said to them, for six days, you should do all of your work. On the seventh day, it should be for you sanctified as Shabbos, Shabbos, and Lashem. So the Altar Rebbe begins with a question. Uh, it says in the Gemara that why is it that um, the parish about Shabbos is put in conjunction with the parish about the, the Mishkan, and also why is it that when Meshach Rabbeinu told the Yidin in Parshas Trum and and again, the message ultimately being that you're not even allowed to build the Mishkan on Shabbos, certainly not allowed to build your own private home on Shabbos, but there, back in Trum and he first told them about the laws of the Mishkan, all of the Shara and the Shulchan, the Menor, etc. And only then did he tell them about the Malacha of the tapestries and so on. And then, after all of that, in Parshish Kisisa, he told them about the prohibition of building the Mishkan on Shabbos. Uh, <clears throat> that is, first he spoke about the furnishings of the Beis HaMikosh, then he spoke about the tapestries, and then he spoke about Shabbos. But here, Moshe Rabbeinu tells the Yidin in Parshas Vayakpel the same information in, in the reverse order. First, he tells them about Shabbos. Then he tells them about the Mishkan, then he, the, the structure of the Mishkan. Then he tells them about the furnishings and utensils. Now, the Pasuk says, make from you Mikdash, and I will dwell within them. And as we always emphasize, it doesn't say I'll dwell in it, rather I will dwell in them. That is, within every single Jew. That's where the glory of Hashem will rest through the Mishkan. And now we uh, experience this through our engagement in Torah and mitzvahs. The Torah is like the utensils of the Mishkan. The mitzvahs are like the structure of the Mishkan, because through the mitzvahs, we create garments for the expression of the nefesh. Like it says, they will go before you. In righteousness, the glory of Hashem will include you. And this is the characteristic that is represented by the tapestries which surround us like the mitzvahs surround us, in contrast to Torah, which is more like nourishment that is internalized, as it's described in different psukim. That is, the kalim of the mishkan are more personally internalized. Next paragraph, we're on Pei Zayin, Amin Aleph, in the right-hand side in the middle. So to understand this, we have to first understand the statement that we say, I am Hashem, I do not change that there is absolutely no change or impact on Hashem through the fact that the world was created just as God existed exclusively before the world was created, so too after the world was created. Like we say it every morning in the davening, you are the same before the world was created and you are after the world was created. This means to say that the creations have no change, God forbid, on Hashem. That is, that since the life force that is drawn down from Hashem to give life to the world is a general life force, and this life force is only a glimpse from the very essence and fabric of Hashem that radiates through this insight, this ha'ara, and through this, this ha'ara that comes from Hashem, he gives life ex- existence and creation from no thing to something, ayin liyesh. But Hashem himself in his very essence and fabric is exalted and detached from any categorization of worlds. And this is why Hashem is called detached and separated, even though we say that you, referring to Hashem, gives life to everything. The Iker Chayas and its Kiyum is only from the level of Ha'ara Ba'am. And this Ha'ara is a Midah of the Malchus of Hashem. Like we say, the Malchus 
which is the expressive quality of Hashem, is the machos of all worlds. That this gives life to the worlds from a quality, again, of malchus. Uh, and this is what we say, Yishtabach Shimcha, we give praise to your name, La'ad Malkeinu, for the sake of your being the king. That is, from the expression of the character of, of Malchus, that is also referred to as your name, it is forever, that is, for, without any end. Because the characteristic of Malchus is also the, the literal infinity of Hashem, because again, it is only an expression, ha'ara thereof. This is what we say in the Bracha of Yetzirah. That Mashmiim Biyura, we hear with reverence, Yachad altogether, Bakol in the voice, Tivrilakim Chaim, the words of the living God, Umelech Olam, and the king of the world, that we cannot grasp anything other than this minor expression from the level called the living God, Elohim Chaim, the level called the king of the world, Melech Olam, that his voice is expressed to us as has been established. However, the very essence and fabric of Hashem, that remains detached and separated. No thought can grasp it. It never changes. And this is why it says that the Chayos, these uh, spiritual entities, carry the throne of Hashem, that is, they are stricken with the reverence and fear of the character of Hashem's Malchus, which is that he is the king who sits on the lofty and exalted throne, and therefore, they accept upon themselves the Om Shemai. Next paragraph. <clears throat> now, this quality of his malchus that is expressed from the light and light is also uh, manifest in two ways. What we can refer classically as Seviv Kolam and Mamali Kolam. That is, that since this quality of malchus is also reflective of its infinite character and origin, the Ain Soif, and this is why we say that the Orin Seif is mentioned in the Svardim, because the light is a form of expression that is drawn out from the essence in its being, as we know that the sun is called the Ma'or, the source of light, but the Or, the light, is only an expression from the source of light that radiates to us, not the actual sun, only the sunlight. Similarly, the infinite light of Hashem, the Or, Ein Sof, is comparable to the very essence and fabric, like the sunlight is an expression of the sun, but just as it is the sunlight and not the sun, so too it is not the very essence and fabric of Hashem, that is expressed upon us, because that can't be referred to as light, because uh, it, light it has the character of infinity of Ein Saif, but the, thus the worlds would not be able to tolerate, tolerate it without being completely subsumed. And therefore, the light is primarily that which hovers around us. It surrounds us like culture. And it's only through intense and abundant simsum that some characteristic of it can be expressed to us here in this physical world. Very bottom paragraph. Now we understand properly why the Mikubalim, the Kabbalists, describe this expression of the highest from the Creator as light. Like we said before, the light that's Ein Seif, we find it in Tanya as well. And even though there are many explanations for this, one of the reasons is because, top of the left-hand column, just like in the physical experience, when you have a glimpse of something that is expressed of this light from the sunlight onto some manner, so the light, the sunlight, is only a very uh, shallow, it's a makif expression of the matter, and it doesn't enter into it personally. It's just like I'm bathed in sunlight, but it's not internalized. Turns out <clears throat> that this radiance is an expression of that which is otherwise inaccessible, hella. Because when you have a cloud and the sun doesn't radiate, it's completely uh, blocked off. 
that when the sun ray expresses itself and lights up this world and those who live on it, then we call that revelation. Nevertheless, this revelation is a quality called makif that cannot penetrate within the land itself. So too, the infinite light of Hashem, which is surrounding us, is an expression to give of Hashem to give life to the world. And prior to the creation of the world, Hashem's name was subsumed within it. It was exclusive in his very essence and being. And this is what our sages mean when they said, prior to the creation of the world, there was Hashem and his name alone. There was only his expression of self. And when Hashem created the world, that there should be a revelation of a Savior of Kolami, but nevertheless, this revelation was only again in a shallow, makif manner. And therefore, it is comparable to the sun, just like the sunlight lights up the world, but it doesn't literally penetrate my being. So too, this light from Hashem impacts the world, sustains it, gives it existence, but does not penetrate the person. Next paragraph. And this is what it means when we say, I remember, we will exalt you, the king, the God who is king. We will bless your name forever. That seemingly, what does it mean forever? Because a person can't bless Hashem forever. A person will live 70, 80 years. What then does it mean? That we will draw down this level of Godness into the world. And this is what it means forever. And in order that there should be this drawing down from the origin and the source through this exaltedness that is an exaltedness of the quality of the Melech, which is this Seivev Kolamim, this all-encompassing sort of cultural characteristic, like the elevation of the king himself over his people, which surrounds them. And from there it is drawn that we should bless Hashem in the personalized manner, the Mamali Kolamim. And this is why we say that through the voice of the living God, the words of Elohim Chaim and Melech that the voice is an expression, just as a person uses his voice to express himself. Next paragraph. Now, just as it is generally, in the light and the life force that is drawn out from the infinity of Hashem to give life to all of the worlds, you have the quality called soyveh that surrounds him, mali that penetrates. Similarly, also, in the expression of the revelation of godliness that we draw down through Torah and mitzvahs, we have these two levels. Because through mitzvahs, we draw down what we refer to as the garments that surround us. Because, again, it doesn't use this example, but when we put on tefillin, it still remains separate from us. The lulav is still a separate entity. In contrast, when we learn Torah, the Torah becomes personalized within us. The data penetrates our existence and animates everything about us. The idea being that the 248 uh, obligatory commandments, which are described as the 248 limbs of the king, and they are the, the instructions of the king, that is the limbs of the king that just like a limb is an expression of the aspect of the neshama that is embedded within it. For example, the capacity for writing in the hands and the capacity for movement in the feet and so on. Every one of our limbs is a means of expression of the distinctive characteristic that is designed for it. So too, the 248 mitzvahs are kalim. They are mechanisms for the delivery of this divine characteristic that is drawn out by them and through them. Like it says, place upon them, same tas in place, you shall place upon them a king. That is, to draw down upon yourself the commitment to the obedience to the king through mitzvahs, which are the instructions of the king. Just like when a person puts on a talus, he uh, enwraps himself in the authority of the king. And through this, he draws down from the characteristic of the malchus onto his being. And this connection is a quality that is surrounding. 
And that's why it says, Tasim Alecha, place it upon you. It should be something that is above you. You should be enclosed in the works of mitzvahs that are called, again, the limbs of the king. And through this, we draw down on our soul. This quality of makif from above, like we say, we will come in the garments of the king. Like Mordechai went out in the garments of the king. That The character of the king is called the garments because it is not in- invested completely within the world in a personalized, internalized manner. Rather, it is worn like a garment from above through mitzvah activities, which are the garments through which and via we express and enclose ourselves in the character of the Malchus of Hashem, that there should be this garment and this uh, Malchus that surrounds us, that when a person will fulfill a mitzvah, he will draw upon himself the garment of Malchus, that it should be drawn upon him again, still in this cultural concept, makif. For example, when a person puts on tefillin on his arm and on his head, that these have the four parshas, he draws down upon himself the four concepts of moichin el that is, that the parsha of Kadesh is the characteristic of Chachma. The second paragraph of the Shema is Bina. And in order to draw this down, through putting on the tefillin, which are written on parchment with ink in the physical matter, um, they're not revealed within the person, just like the physical tefillin remains separate entities within the person, but it radiates, it sits upon the head. It's in a quality called makif. And through this, all of the mitzvahs are drawn down from the quality of malchus, in the quality called makif al-nefesh. And these mitzvahs are called limbs, just like it says regarding the limbs of a body. That when you grab a person by a limb, we're on now, daf pezayin amid gimel, on the backside of the page 174 in the top right-hand column, you drag a person by his hand or by his leg. You draw the whole person to you because you hold one part of him. You hold hands, you draw him closer. Similarly, whenever we do a mitzvah, any one of the mitzvahs, even though, quote, it's only one of the limbs of the king, yet when we do it, we draw the entirety of the king to us. And this is what we mean when we say we will exalt you, our king, our our God, the king that is in an exalted level through us blessing him in a manner that is personalized. And this is what it says that David made a name for Hashem, that through the mitzvahs, we draw down this level of malchus, that he should be the king over all the worlds and under all circumstances and places. But this is the idea that we draw down the makifim, this surrounding cultural, I keep using that term, quality, through mitzvahs. And this is indicated also in the tapestries that cover the Mishkan. Now, even though it is true that specifically the 248 obligation mitzvahs are the 248 limbs, but in general, we divide this up into seven different characteristics. That is, these amudim, these pillars, are the mitzvahs. The 613 Torah mitzvahs, the seven rabbinic mitzvahs are called Tarach, the 620 pillars of light. And in general, these are seven levels, the seven midas. And that's why in the tapestries of the Mishkan, there were seven different colors, blue and purple and so on, all the different colors, the skins of rams, the skins of the tachash, etc. Because these tapestries surround. Again, remember you have the beams and you have the tapestries laid over them. And that image is the idea of the makif, that's which surrounds us through the mitzvahs. We create a certain culture. And this is also the idea of the garments that Mordechai wore, like we mentioned before, that Mordechai wore the garments of the king, even though it only mentioned six of them and not all seven. Um, similarly, all mitzvah actions which draw down this makif level, like the ureis, like the structure of a home that surrounds you. It's not personalized, 
But and through Torah study, which we personalize, we internalize the lesson, we just like food, we take something from outside and we bring it within us. Next paragraph. Now, before we get into the specific details of the levels of Torah, we first want to explain the idea of Shabbos. And again, as we mentioned, that we pair up the uh, mitzvah of building the Mishkan right with the mitzvah of Shabbos. Again, in one circumstance, the Mishkan laws come first, and in Vayakel, the Shabbos laws come first. And we mentioned, again, these three things. We have the tapestries, we have the furnishings, and we have Shabbos. Uh, now, we know that Shabbos adds to every Jew, uh, uh, Shabbos, every Jew has another neshama, the extra neshama. Now, this seems odd. What is the idea of the extra neshama? We don't sense it. <laughs> A person feels like he feels the whole week. Maybe more tired, doesn't say it. Now, the point being, it says in the first paragraph of the Shema, Shema Yisrael, Hashem, Hashem, that is, that the love of Hashem is drawn down from the contemplation that Hashem, that is Shema, doesn't mean to hear it, just like you hear the wind rustling the leaves. It means, like we say in Yiddish, and it really penetrates your identity. And from that, you are motivated to love Hashem, like our sages say that he is the king of the heavens and the earth and the four corners of the earth. That through this, we illustrate the ches and the dalet of echad. The aleph is one, the ches is the seven heavens and the earth, and the four corners of the earth is indicated by the dalet. Uh, and they're all alluded to, they're all subsumed within the aleph of Hashem. So too, up above, there is the seven heavens and the earth. Um, in the level as we describe them, that Hashem associates with the Hashem Hagadula and so on, and all of them receive this life force from the quality of Shem Kavayin Malchusay, like we had the Baruch Shem, and through this contemplation we come to love Hashem with all our heart. Like it says with the Shvatin to Yaakov, that we have nothing against uh, uh, any of you. That is, there's nothing in our heart that we hold out against you because you're all rooted from Yaakov, who is from the highest level, to be unified. So too, there is nothing in our heart except for the one Hashem, even though we are down here in this world which is filled with all kinds of difficulties. Nevertheless, through total surrender of our, our personal will, that we restrain the Sitra Akra, that we don't want anything other than Hashem exclusively, this creates the one heart for our Father in Heaven. That is, one simple Ratzayin that is embedded within our heart not to long for anything in the world other than Hashem Himself. And therefore, there can only be in our heart room for one, exclusively. Even though we are down here in this physical world, we become down here in this physical world just like it is above. That just like in Atzilis, it is the Rishus Hayochit, is the domain of the singular. And this is why the Jewish people are called one nation in the land, that we should reveal the oneness in the Gashmas. And this is what it means when we say you should love Hashem with all your heart, that is with both your Yitzhah and Yitzhah, that you should, at the top of the left-hand column, transform your Ratzon of the Nefesh Bahamas, that is called the Yitzhah, that it too should be exclusively for Hashem. And this Ratzon will result in a love that is born from this intellectual awareness, that is, through contemplating the infinity of Hashem, how no other matter has any stature before Hashem, this will evoke this total bitl, total surrender of any desire for anything else. And that's why the Pusik uh, of Viahafta is linked up with the Pusik of Hashem Akeno Hashem Echad, which precedes it, because through contemplating that, in fact, Hashem Akeno Hashem Echad, and all seven heavens and the earth and everywhere in the earth, this will lead us to have only love for Hashem. Next paragraph. Now, this is true throughout the six workdays when it says that you should work 
That is, our God, our job is to make this world through our effort, that we should draw out this love. Uh, and not, it's not going to happen unless we're willing to put in the effort to overcome the distractions of the Eight Sahara and to engage ourselves with intensity and commitment in all of spiritual 39 forms of malacha, planting, and so on and so forth. This is explained. And this level of ava that we have during the week is a, lo- is a love that is drawn from the seichel and his But on Shabbos, we add another neshama to the, every Jew. That is, something new was brought to the Jewish people, which they didn't have during the week. And that's a level called Ava and Ratzon of Hashem that is beyond Seichel. Because there's all kinds of levels of Ratzon. There's a Ratzon that's born of Seichel. You contemplate something and you become enthusiastic about it to the point that you're passionate about it because it came from Seichel, but it's still subject to my passion. Just like a person thinks about one thing, he becomes interested in it tomorrow, think about something else. But then there is a level of Ratzon that comes from above. It's even beyond Seichel. And this is revealed within the person, this level of love, that is not the product of analysis. It simply is a love that is beyond any explanation. This stems from the very essence of his soul that is beyond Chachma. Like we say, a person desires what he desires for some matter because it just touches to the very essence of his identity without any rational explanation because it's far deeper than Seichel. Omuk, omuk mi seichel, deeper, deeper than seichel. Like we know that there's a rutzain that is beyond seichel. We say, that's it. This, just, this is just my rutzain. There's no reason for it. And there's an, a passion and a love for Hashem that is revealed exclusively on Shabbos. And that's this abundant love, this avarabah that comes from above to below into our godly soul on Shabbos. It is not commensurate with our seichel or what we have thought about. It is beyond all of that. It is beyond Chachma. That this revelation, this passion that we can experience only on Shabbos, um, uh, it because the 10 statements that created the world during the six days of creation, that Bereshis is, the, which is the first of those 10 statements, is called Chachma Ilah. Uh, and it's brought down here into this physical world. Similar like when a person writes or he makes a piece of art. And that's why the six days of creation, which are all receiving from the Chachmi law of Bereshus. But on Shabbos, it says, Vayinafesh, and he restored his neshama, that the completion of the malacha elevated even the Chachmi and the Midas to higher than the Chachmi, a level that we refer to as Vayinafash, which is a reference to pure and simple alignment of pleasure. Not sensory pleasure, but the pleasure of the essence of the soul. And this is what it means that we turn to all of it, that which is higher than Chachma, higher than anything that came that we can explain. Because if there's a first, then there's going to be a second. But when we talk about the, the essential, there is no uh, comparable. Uh, like we know from Hamagim Nereshis and so on, and other illustrations of the distinction between first, as in first, second, third, and that which is from the very essence that precedes any expression or experience. And that's what occurs on Shabbos, that we elevate this Chachma to a level that is even higher than Chachma, which is not attainable during the six weekdays when we are, at the best, um, influenced by the highest level of Chachma, but not that which comes before Chachma. So too, at the time of the Malacha, we cannot reveal this passion only when the malacha is done after the six weekdays, then we can see this essential passion, like you see what the objective was only when the job is done.
And that's this highest level of Ratan that is brought to the person, this uh, expanded level of love higher than Seichel. Like it says, it is better for me to, to nurse from you than to have all of wine. And so, very bottom paragraph. This is the idea of Shabbos Shabbos and Lashem, because the drawing down of this passion, which is from a Ratan that is higher than Seichel, that is re- drawn down and revealed on Shabbos, is Dafka, when there is some mechanism to reveal this light, and that this mechanism, this Kaili, is the Ratan Atachtain that is born of the Seichel, which is the quality of Teru Shebechsav. Uh, this takes us to the top of, uh, 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 I'm sorry, I made a mistake there. Uh, that's born from the Seichel and this Venus during the six weekdays, that this is the uh, Ratzon down here in this world that becomes a Kaili to pre- be ready to receive the Ratzon that comes from Hashem at the higher level that should penetrate within our very existence when that or rests Mamish within the Kaili. Okay, we're on the very top of Daf Peiches Amit Aleph, just three lines from the top. This is where we'll stop for now, and we'll continue in the next Mimer.